Brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaka's corner, Shiro! Starting with an attacking player in the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball, DJ sticks passes, DJ Stones, wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones, DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play and this is the VAR Show! Welcome everybody. Welcome to another exciting, exciting show. What you show? are listening to? Oh, the V A R Show. With your host, who does the most, yeah. even when he's making toast, Woo. the one, the only DJ Stones. And with me over here is. The man on flick. Uh-huh. The man on sleek. Uh-huh. DJ Sticks. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. And, and we before, before we have a we have a I don't know, I'm rushing I'm rushing to this topic, man. Yeah, wait, I'm rushing wait. to this topic. I'm sorry. We have a fire show. Yeah. Just like this next song that's about to play. Oh. Enjoy. Enjoy.
Wow. Yeah, that was a nice jam. It was. That was a nice jam. Uh, now let's jump straight into it. Straight into what you came for. So this, I feel like people are going to think that the show is biased. Up, like, you know, about the amount of time to speak about United. Mm. But I promise you, City was as bad we'd speak about City. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would. We would. You know, because I feel like this is the worst um, United performance we've had in some time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're currently sitting with a couple of games left. And we had about five, 50, about five games left. Or less. How many games in a season? 38, right? 38, yeah. Yeah, and currently at we had 54 points. Hmm. You know, last year we ended the, the season with 74 points, sitting at second. The year before that, we... So this is the 2019-2020 season. We're at 66 points and at third place. Okay, okay. Following season before that, um, this is the 2018-2019 season. We were at um, 66 points. At sixth place, oh, I think the last proper season we would we had, or I can't even find one. You know, going 2016, 2015, 2016, fifth place, 2016, 2017, sixth place, hmm. 2018, 2019, second place. That's your. Uh, this is our all-time best, and this was I think when Mourinho came in. Mourinho, yeah, yeah. Jose, uh, eighty-one points. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was the highest points we've had in the last couple of years. The last five years, six years. So, so sad. A special one. It's special indeed. Special indeed. <laughs> so, United um, had a couple of games these, this past week. They did. With them uh, playing against, as I find the, the uh, <laughs> fixtures. So they had some couple. They had a couple of interesting games this past week, where they played um, Norwich City, Liverpool, and Arsenal, beating Norwich City three two with a Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick. Mm-hmm. Playing against Liverpool, losing four 0 and then playing against Arsenal, losing four one. Before we go into that, I don't know if we did this the last show, but our thoughts and prayers go with the um, Cristiano Ronaldo's family, the Ronaldos. Yeah, yeah. After them losing their one of well, the the son in the set of twins, so they were getting twins, and then the, the the baby boy passed away. Hence, why he wasn't available for the Liverpool game. Yeah, for the Liverpool clash. Yes. So now, before we go into the main topic, let's look at the current Man United squad. You know, yeah, the current state. The current state, and I don't see, because you know there is a chance of us getting into top four still. You know. Mm-hmm. A slight one, a slight. Because with how the league is going, even Chelsea could drop out yeah. out of um, that 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 position. The top four race, their top four race. That's insane. But the issue we have right now is that this current United squad is defeated. Yeah. Going into that match against Arsenal, when I looked at the players and how they were, I'm like, we've lost this game. Yeah. Yep. You look at the Chelsea. You look at the Arsenal players. They're coming in. They're like, we have something we're working for. No. You look at the Aus- You look at the, uh, not the Chelsea players. Look at the Arsenal players. They're coming in there with fighting them. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look at the Man United players. They're coming in there and they they look defeated already. Hmm. And they look like they're not even in this match. They look like they're done. Yeah. They are, for them. I think the season probably finished three months ago. Flip. You know, because that's been a it's been a constant theme with them. You know, they they. I don't think it's to do with... I think the form is a result of the mentality. 
Yeah. And it's a defeated mentality. And it's not the coach's fault. No. You know? And I was listening to someone, uh, Mark Goldbridge, and he was speaking about the fact that um, the problem with the, with the team is that there's too many entitled players. Way too many. And all you say, wow, okay, I was going to say, I want to get your opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with uh, uh, Mark Goldbridge. It's, it's, it's been happening, though, where you have um, players who aren't... They're not like they don't have that fighting spirit that you would see in players mm. like Bruno, players like um, I'm like Ronaldo, you know, holding the badge, you know, like pride. And then also, uh, one of the problems that I've been seeing is is the fact that they've they've been entitled to play. Yeah. So basically, when they don't play, it's it's it's, it's like what what what, and then they don't. So even even the form, maybe a player's form is like down and stuff. He still plays, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been an issue. Yeah, and it's it still is. You know, speaking about Bruno, <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet uh, this past week saying uh, Bruno Fernandez is not even the best Bruno in the league. <laughs> that goes to what is his name? The Newcastle. G- oh, I can't say this guy's uh, name. Gimares. Gimares, yes, from Newcastle. He's been on flipping form. No, he's been on form. I think he's been he's so he's against because they played um, Norwich City this past weekend, right? And then he got a he got a goal, mm-hmm. right? And then as I lose I lose their fixture. Let me quickly find their fixture again. So then uh, that was the latest one as well. That was that was the latest fixture they had. And if I go back to their game against um, where was their last win? Uh, it was it was recent, man. Wasn't I it Leicester? Wolves. Oh. So Wolves was a Chris Wood penalty. Was Wasn't it, it Palace? I think it was Palace. Yeah, I think it was Palace. Where's the Palace game? I can't find the Palace game. I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> I think it was Crystal Palace. Yes, it was Crystal Palace where Miguel Al- Al- Almiron yeah. Yeah, scored. And sorry, I know I'm taking a quick break here, right? I just wanted to focus on Newcastle quick. Newcastle is not getting the praise they deserve. No, they're not. They're actually not getting the I praise they deserve. I was shocked. Literally, if you go beginning of the season... Right, they were on their way. They was <laughs> fighting for relegation. Yeah, they were on their way down there. They were on their like literally. They were. I thought they were going to get relegated. I remember one shot. Like, no, I would've. hope they don't get relegated because I'd like to see what they can do next season. Yeah, you know, there's actually a possibility. Yeah, it was a very big possibility, mm-hmm. and now they're sitting comfortably at ninth. What? Ninth. Ninth. No way. No they've way. Hit the forty. They're above forty points, meaning that it's impossible. For them to get relegated at this point. But how? Eddie. <laughs> Eddie's how. <laughs> and like they've been amazing. Wow. So far. Like wow. I'm trying to even remember when Eddie Howe took over. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I try to find when Eddie Howe took over. Who was their manager at this game? This is their Aston Villa game. And this was Steve Bruce. Uh, Steve Bruce. Though. So I see Steve Bruce against... On, uh, but this is 2020. Yeah, August 2021. I still still Steve Bruce. I think he left around October, November, somewhere there. And like just overalls, they've been just very good. And this is like without a... I know I know they signed a couple of players, but then they, they, they didn't, didn't sign really too many. sign as much as we expected. Like in their Leicester win... That was the game I was looking for, the Leicester match, where Bruno scored two goals. Yeah. Not Fernandez. The other Bruno-ish. Yeah. But I look at their starting lineup, you know, they brought in Chris Woods, they brought in Bruno, mm-hmm. they brought in Target. 
Yeah. Mets targets from I think Aston Villa if I'm not mistaken. They've been playing good. And they've been playing they've very, been playing very well. Ah, oh, that's impressive. Ninth. Hey, they might go And they also the brought in Joe Joe Willock. Oh Joe Willock, yes. From, from Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that's cool. So it's quite interesting to see. I'm just giving them the props that they deserve. While we were speaking about the old United thing, I was like, flip, I haven't given I remember in the week looking at um mm. in the past week, I mean looking at Newcastle and I was like, flip. Yeah, I need to I need to give them props on the show. They've been flipping well. So the VR you know? show hereby gives you props. Here you go. Yeah. Enjoy your props, man. Enjoy your props. <laughs> I wonder how they did it. <laughs> it's yes. an Eddie Howe masterclass. <laughs> Eddie Howe masterclass. And now I'm going back, back. To, to United. <laughs> and I guess the problem is that their team is just defeated. Mentally. Mentally. You know? Oh, man. And with this type of mentality, if it wasn't for a set players, set bit of players, this is relegation. This is a relegation team. It is. Like, this is a team that if if it wasn't Man United and got relegated, if this was Burnley and they had the type of mentality, gone. they're gone. They're gone. Because, yeah, even if they were down there, they wouldn't be able to now fight. Yeah, because if, if you look at teams that are at the bottom... Right, mm-hmm. so if you look at your your Watford, Burnley, you know, and even Norwich City, who kind of kind of is in a position where they might get, there's a very high chance yeah, they're going to be relegated. It's not official yet. Yeah, but it looks inevitable. But it looks inevitable because they can still get what? How many? They are 33. How many games left? Five. Five games left, right? So if I open up my calculator right here, mm-hmm. and there's three points in. Five games. That's a total of 15 points. They are currently sitting at 21 points. So it's um, 21 plus 15. The max that amount of points 36, yeah. is 36. As I times instead of plus by mistake. So that they can go to 36 points, right? Yeah. Which can allow them to, if um, Everton go into their last six games, seven games, and then they lose, they get relegated. You know, Burnley gets relegated or what? For they, they, in fact, they can even go above Leeds. Hmm. So, so how much was it? Thirty? How, how many points? Uh, fifteen points. No, thirty. So it was fifteen. Thirty-six. Yeah. Thirty-six points. Literally every. Uh, so sixteen from sixteen on the log downwards. Can um, Norwich City can overtake? If so, there's there's still two places. Outside of the relegation zone. That haven't been confirmed yet. That haven't that they can take. Whoa, that's oh wow. So they are bottom of the log. Wow. But so obviously there's a lot that needs to happen. Aston as I mean Leeds and Everton need to lose the, their last sets of games consistently, not even draw. Hmm. So basically no one is safe. Yes, no one is safe. Everton is actually in the worst position because even if they win like one or two of those games, yeah. They can still Norwich can still overtake them. Yeah. And they can be safe. And we, we, we took a look at Everton's uh, upcoming games. Mm. Not looking it's not looking good. Yeah. But obviously that means also Burn- they would also need, need Burnley and Watford not to do well as well. Whew. But like I'm saying, so you look at Burnley, who's now 18th on the log, right? They have, they, are, they have six games left, right? So if I say six, if I say six times three, right? Yeah. That's a possibility of eight point, 18 points. 18 right? points. And they're currently sitting with... 28 points. So if I plus that by 28, that uh, gives me 46, 46 points. 46 points. Wow. They, they can go all the way up to, if these teams go into bad form, they can go all the way up to like uh, ninth. 
What? What is happening in the bottom half? But I'm saying if this is if all these teams obviously above yeah, them yeah, 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 perform yeah. bad, which is very unlikely. But I'm saying at the end of the the, the the thing, they can also be saved from relegation. In fact, they can go all the way up to realistically speaking, we're 14th where Crystal Palace is sitting. And you see, that's the thing, you know, even though they're in like a relegation zone, they 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 can't afford to have their heads down. No. And because of that, Burnley have their last two fixtures was I think a draw or a draw and a win. Mm. Mm. There was a win, a lost. It's a win, a loss, a draw, and a win. Hmm. And they've been fighting. Yeah, and they fighting, be, they beat yeah. Southampton. They did. They drew to. They beat Everton. They drew to. Uh, they beat Everton, Norwich, drew to West Ham, and beat Southampton. Wow. And they, and they lost um, um, Sean Dyche recently. Yeah. So the players are fighting amongst themselves. There's a team spirit there. And you know it's, it's it's quite it's quite it's quite crazy because now we look at United who are fighting for top four and their heads are down. <laughs> you know, like if I was if I was somebody in that team, you know, my mentality should have been look, there's a new coach coming in. Currently there's plans to wipe out half the team. I don't want I either don't wanna be that one of that half or I wanna make sure I land in a great a great team. Because mm. with their performance lately the people who are getting cut, unless it's a Rashford who already they signing a new, they they in talks to sign a new contract, you're not ending up in a Barcelona or no, Real Madrid. No. You know, at best, like a Jesse Lingard would end up in a West Ham. At best, a McTominay could end up in a West Ham. You know, in a Leeds. Mm, yeah, Leeds. <laughs> in a in a West Ham might be might be European champion soon. You know? At at best, you know, you could you if you if you're lucky. You could go to Italy and play for an Inter Milan or an Ooh, AC Milan. That's that's very lucky. But if you're wanting like a proper team move, you know, it's not a going league, to happen. A league winning team. It's not going to happen currently with your form. Because mm-hmm. now what people are going to associate with this team is that it's one of the worst United squads ever. And you were there. And you were there. Now why should I sign you? You could have changed it. You, you know? Have, you know? And that's the issue here. Yeah, there's actually no excuse to play bad. There's no reason. There's no yep. valid reason that they can have. So, like Man United, currently are just in a in a in a in, a, in this pickle. Hmm. And they need to. They in the going into these last few games of theirs, they literally need to come in and be like, flip. I need to sort myself out. I need to wake up. I need to wake up. Hmm. Yeah. And now obviously now we're speaking about this because Man United have signed a new coach mm-hmm. by the name of Eric Tang Hang. Confirmed? Confirmed. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. You know it's not official until Mobman Fabrizio say so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Because Fabrizio say so. so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Eric Tang Hang, uh current job is at Ajax, he's a manager. And his age is 52. He's won two consecutive Dutch championships. So Eredivisie. Mm-hmm. Two consecutive Dutch Cups. Not, not easy. Uh, one, conse- one, was one consecutive. <laughs> one Dutch Super Cup. Yeah. And now, and he's been, he's been great for, he's been great for um, Ajax. Ajax. You know, looking at their stats. This is their 2021 and 2022 stats. 
They've played 30 matches, have 24 wins, 3 draws, 3 lost, have accumulated 75 points. Wow. Wow. That's freaking amazing. It's impressive right there. That's very impressive. That, that is impressive. And that league is not easy. No, it's not. Nope. In fact, prior to him coming in, I don't. Ajax I hadn't won for like, I think, two or three seasons. Yeah, uh, Feyenoord and PSV were having their way. Yep. It, it was nice. Life was good for Feyenoord. It was very, very good. Now, going back into him, right? I'm trying to see if I can see his all-time stats. Hmm. I don't know how to falter by that. Anyway, so his UEFA Champions League, um, eight. he had eight, eight matches, six wins, one draw, one loss. That one loss being the loss that kicked them out. What? Yep. Against Benfica. Oh, was it in the in the knockout stages? Yep. Right. But it's 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 very it's very interesting to see, you know, how he's he's him as a manager, how good he is. He's a winner. He's a winner. a winner. He's a serial winner. And this is what United need. But furthermore, I, I'm just trying to get to, into his stats. But furthermore, right, what makes him makes it so good is the fact that he's being it's by the looks of it he's being backed hmm. he is being backed now i'm looking at his all-time all-time record right this might be interesting actually when i see this <laughs> ten eggs all-time record so he's played 433 matches in his career right hmm. he's won 280 He's drawn 70 and lost 83. Wow. Accumulating 910 points in, in his entire career as a manager. Wow, he's a winner. That's what we need. Wow, he's a winner. That there is exactly wow. what United He's won more need. games than he's lost and drawn combined. Yep. He has more than a 50% win and rate as a manager. Yeah. So his playing style, he's known for playing a attacking-minded style. You know, um, normally positioned in the 4-3-3 or what in Britain will normally be considered as a 4-2-3-1. Yeah. Right? But it's a 4-3-3 because some of his players are, uh, play higher up in the field. 4-3-3. Yep. Okay. Don't think I've ever seen that in United. We kind of used to play that when we had um, Wayne Rooney, Cristiano Ronaldo, and... Oh. Um, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. you know. Whoa. Bring it back, Ten Hag. Let's go. Back. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. It's going to be quite interesting to see now how he fits that in United. Now, obviously, United... And that's what I was talking about, the backing, you know, from what it sounds like, you know, because in one interview he said that um, if, the, if they don't follow his project he's not gonna he wouldn't take the job he will see states what he wants and if they don't want that he wouldn't take the job you know so that shows me that there's going to be backing and they need to back him and because they need to get rid of players you know starting with so these players are players whose contracts are ending at the end of this 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 the season you know yeah so we have uh, paul pogba by the end of by june 30th his contract is ending jesse lingard contract is ending um, Edison Cavani contract is ending. Juan Meta contract is ending, and then Lee Grant, hmm. his contract as well will be ending. <laughs> and and now out of this list, Paul Pogba needs to go. Look, he's a fantastic player. He needs to go. He just needs to go. He's had his time at United. He's mm. haven't had the impact he needed. He's going for the age of 30. Mm. We're wanting to build for the long run. His attitude in the past few weeks has not been the greatest. 
you know, and you want a new, you want a clean slate. Jesse Lingard, as much as I like him, he needs to go. Same problem. He's 29, going to 30. You know, he's about to hit his peak. You be wanting to rebuild, mm. and he's just not a United level player yet. You know, he needs to go to West Ham. He needs he needs to go to a place where they can use him to the fullest of his ability. Leicester, uh, West Ham. You know, Edison Cavani needs to leave. He's just too old. I didn't even know you guys had him still. Yeah, he's just been injured. One matter needs to go. He's too old. Yeah. We need him to build a, a proper squad. And then on top of that, you know, our defensive situation. <laughs> we need to we need to we need to bring in new players, new defenders. Harry Maguire needs to go. Reason being, right? His average salary is at eight million a year. Well, I think it's eight million for the whole his whole um, contract. And his contract is expiring in twenty twenty six. Well, okay, he might not leave. Maybe look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, yeah. Maybe they've just been using him wrong. I think cost wise as well. You know, maybe maybe, and I guess the other issue now is who's gonna buy him? Who's yeah? Who's gonna? <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna buy him? Because they they're definitely not gonna sell him for probably less than because he's they bought him for about what fifty million, sixty million. Wasn't okay. it eighty? But area around that eighty. So they're not gonna sell him for less than fifty. No way. No one is gonna buy him. Salary. But a lot of players here need to go. Yeah. This is something that I've, um, that I've also been saying. Man United also needs a a, a reset. Yeah. The great reset, you know, playing style wise, you know, change, switch it up, uh, adapt. You know, a team needs to uh, to adapt. Yep, and that's what that's what United needs. As much as we 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 uh, uh, we love the players and everyone, but it it needs to happen. Yep, and I like Tenag because most most managers, uh, when they get there, they shrink. You know, they don't wanna they conform to what uh, to whatever's been happening there. Yep, so we need a guy who's gonna say stuff, y'all. I'm the boss. I'm the man. You listen to me. You know, and that's that's the thing. That's the nice thing about like a Pep. Yeah. You know, Pep Guardiola, they know his role in the club. And you you rarely see him. We don't know what's happening in the background. Mm. But you rarely see them stepping on his toes. No. He wants a player. They sign that player. He wants to sell a player. They sell, sell the player. A player does nonsense. He gets sold. You look at um, you look at what's his what's his player's name? And what's his team? Liverpool. Yeah. Klopp. Klopp. Klopp is the main figure. You look at West Ham. David Moyes. West Ham is a perfect example of oh this. Oh my word! Everybody plays around David Moyes. He's the man. He's the main man. Manager. And he's transformed that team from being an average, low lower to mid table side to becoming Euro- potential European champions. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I still stick to it. If they win, the, if they go to the finals, I'm buying a West Ham T-shirt. Yeah, passes out. Yeah, ah, it out there. you know, they, I'm telling you, Xavi got scared. Because now they would have to find out <laughs> if they can do it on a cold <laughs> night in London. <laughs> you know, Xavi was scared. Uh, he didn't want to be taken out by the real champions. And like, I'm, I'm really happy that United is by what it seems like is like they're backing him. Yeah, that that is cool. And now I would gonna be very interesting to see what he brings in, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're gonna have to give him some time. I don't expect him next year to win the league. To win the league, top four will be great. 
likeliness for it, it not really. Because, you know, the issue we have, and I think one of the pundits said it, is like, the problem, one of the big issues with United is that because of how they... And look, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to value players, right? But because of what they've, how they've put their players above their coaches and stuff, is that they've had how many coaches in the past few years? They have had... Since Ferguson, since Ferguson it's Moise, Van Gaal, uh, Van Gaal. Mourinho, Mourinho, um, Oli, Oli, and then now Ragnik. Did Ragnik make any signings? No. no, 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 no. So we'll take out Ragnik, right? So you have four different coaches with four playing styles, right? And now, if you look, there were signings made under Van Gaal, signing actually even including Ferguson, mm. right? There were signings made under Ferguson, the signings made under Van Gaal. Signings made under um, Moyes. Signings made under Ole. And now they're all playing together under Ragnik. All of these players were bought because they wanted to fit in a different playing style. You know? The yeah. way they played was different. Mm -hmm. And now the issue you have now is that Ragnik, you can see it now, Ragnik is trying to play some fluid attacking football. But every time we play attacking football, we lack defensively. Because Ole wasn't an attacking, an attacking player. He strengthened the defense. He strengthened the defense. But he didn't strengthen the defense in a way whereby we got stronger, better defenders. We just played lower down in the field. Mm -hmm. And we played on the counter. Yeah. Because that is su uh, supposedly the United way. And now what needs to happen is that we need to clear out players. You know? And then we need to now bring players for that's going to work in this project. Because we have three years with this coach potentially a fourth year and now what happens is in the fourth year you, if he doesn't extend his contract you get him and Aragnik to now pick the next coach somebody who fits in the style mm. or who can at least use the style of play you're not gonna now go from somebody who's so attacking to somebody who's defenders to defensive content <laughs> you know yeah you, you can't go from a a a what you call it a ten hang a ten hang to a conti yeah. you, you you're going to mess up your team and now I, I'm now hoping that they bring in the right type of players. Because now that's the important bit. Who do you bring in? Who? Who do you bring in? I'm so excited for this window. Yeah. And so the positions we know they need to strengthen is the wing back. Because obviously Luke Shaw is constantly injured. Tyres is good, but he's just, again, he's not there yet. You know? And on the other side, it's Wimbasaki is good in defending, but he can't really attack properly. Delot is good in attacking, but often he's left open in the back. Mm -hmm. center, defend, center defending, we know there's a problem, you know? So bringing in somebody like Rudiger will be very good for United. Ooh. He can carry the ball. He's very good defensively. And he's a champion. He's won Champions League. He, he knows what it feels like to win trophies, and he wants to win trophies. Someone like him or him? No, someone like him, because you also have Paul Torres. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The, the Villarreal, and he's been fantastic this season ah, as well. Proper. I think him next to a Varane will be very good, or maybe even a Maguire if Maguire pulls up his socks. He might. And what makes it nice is that he's 25 years old. Still has a lot to Three learn. years from now, what is 26, 27, 28? You still have a fairly young player on your side. Mm -hmm. You can have him for a good seven, eight years. Yeah. Six years, maybe. I think seven is me overdoing it. <laughs> Mm. You know, as well as another another good signing 
another good person to look into for the their wing is going to be Mkunku, who's had a fantastic season. Yeah. You know? Now he, he he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. And obviously they you they we are, we we need we need we can keep Ronaldo probably. But looking at someone like Duan Nunes, because next season should be like how they play Zlatan, where they don't either don't start Zlatan or they take him off, and then they put in this new striker. And now the striker looks like they're learning from Zlatan. They're seeing how to play. No, he has to learn. You know, and that would be very good for a player like Duan Nunes, who's very young. So you can have him for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when you sell him, you could be potentially selling another Holland or Mbappe level player, where you're selling them for about two, three hundred million. You know, making pro- proper money into the club. And he's Portuguese. And he's Portuguese. Need to have Portuguese. You know, <laughs> Bruno, Ronaldo, and Jun. That'd be very good. And obviously, we can't get Rice this season. So Rice has has decided not to extend with uh, West Ham. Whoa. But West Ham is like, they're not going to sell him still. He's going to be there next season. So another alternative, especially if Leeds goes down, will be Kev- Calvin Phillips. Mm-hmm. He's been fantastic. 26 years old. A very good alternative. Uh, alternative to Declan Rice. Okay. Hmm. But this is what United need. They need to strengthen up the squad as a whole. And you know, something Tang, uh, not Tang and Ragnick said is that you look at City, you look at Liverpool, you know, they're playing, they playing UEFA Champions League, FA Cup, and they're playing um, League, and they have the squad for it. United doesn't have the squad for that. United can't play all of these things and have fully and healthy players for the next game. Yeah. And they need to start building the squad. Now, I don't expect them to build. I'm kind of hoping they don't make it into UEFA. I don't know if that's selfish of me. Because, you know, if they go into Europa, I don't want them in the Conference League. I'd rather them not play anything than them being in the Conference League. Because <laughs> right? that's that for me. I, I genuinely at this time feel like it's a waste of their time. And it's going to be a waste of squad resources. But anyway, yeah. if they make it into Europa, that's a bit better because we just won two or three. We won the first set of league games. We won the first set of um, group stage games. Second stage, we can play the kids. Mm-hmm. Give them experience. And when we get into the serious part of the competition... Champions League is insane. Champions League is insane. Yeah. From the get-go, you yeah. could be in a group with... PSG. PSG, Bo- Barcelona and Leipzig. Uh, and Leipzig. <laughs> And now you have to freaking play everything every week. Fans are waiting. Oh, you, you know, in Europa, if they end up in Europa, I wouldn't mind because they could be in the group with, uh, at worst, Rangers, Flippin, uh, Bruges, or something. Club Bruges <laughs> and uh, Salzburg, you know? Or, you know? Not even Salzburg. What's, what's this team called? Thinking uh, of a, a weird team Malta. Or Gank. Or Gank, you know? <laughs> And and that's the thing. So you, it's more something more manageable. Yeah. And you can give your team experience, and then the next transfer window, what you do, you start strengthening up your squad. Now you're going all out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is that is enough ranting from me. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I know I did. I did too. But we are signing out. Peace. Peace. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven.
Jesus Christ. 